Post Office SSA. This dispense with the easy parts. Uh, I'm going to turn my camera off just to my my my, my network. So here's proof of life. I'm present uh, and here. Um, and then we will, we, we will be good to go. So colleagues, good morning. Um, and welcome to our meeting this morning, which is largely housekeeping matters, just to make sure that we're up to date. There are a few sets of minutes that just need to be dispensed with. <clears throat> and then we'll go to the post office report and then we'll do the SSA roadmap. Um, and then maybe just one announcement. Um, I received, as all other chairs did yesterday, correspondence from and um, <clears throat> the week in which we were scheduled to go to ESCOM um, has been reconfigured for parliamentary uh, work. Um, and therefore- the Recording in progress. Taking place in that week. Um, we will await uh, new dates uh, when they are provided to us and then we will undertake um, that oversight. So all oversight visits are not being approved uh, for that week um, for the reason which I indicated yesterday, Vicente. So it's the motion of no confidence in the president and the motion of no confidence in uh, the executive, <clears throat> which is, and the questions to the deputy president. Uh, and so I think a decision has been taken that uh, oversights will be um, canceled. So we will um, see what we can slot into those two days of committees, the Tuesday and the Wednesday to make maximum use of our time. All right, <clears throat> so it's just those um, few things, right? Let me hand over to you, Ben, just take us through the minutes. Um, and then when we're done with those, we'll fly to this post office um, 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 report. And then the Honorable Fanmini, it's good to see you up here, and um, see you. Um, and, uh, and thank you very much for being here and the circumstances which we as a committee Thanks, are Jim. aware of. So, um, yeah. All right, good Ben, over to you. Okay, we'll start with the three outstanding ones from 2021, which is 2, 3, 10 February in no particular order. Can you see that? Uh, these ones were corrected, right? They just need adoption. The corrections yes. were done, right? Yes, yes, they just need adoption. Okay, so you can see the third of February. Yes, are you able to see them on the screen? Breaking up. Yeah, they are on the screen. Yeah, we corrected Okay. I'm saying they were corrected. Okay. So um, we're going for the move. Just like you had a move in the second for their adoption. I can move it. Okay. Honorable Hadebe, second. Uh, for minute moves for adoption, right? Seconder. Honorable Hadebe, second. 
Thank you very much. Thanks, colleagues. Next. Thanks, Next set could be. Next is 2nd February. This was the morning session, yes. This one was also corrected. It just needs adoption. No, not that. Um... Ten February. I'm not hearing anyone. Am I still in the meeting? Yes, you are. We're just waiting oh. for you to um, continue. We're seeing your very beautiful screen of uh, files. <clears throat> oh, boy. All right. Um... Continue with this again. Don't think aloud. Can you see the 10th of February now? It's not up, it's still on oh, your screen. Gosh, no, man, no, no, no. The, the pen is with you, not with us, as usual. Yeah, I know. The first <laughs> two went up. I don't know why this one is refusing. I was waiting for Babu Samuel to, uh, yeah. Still not showing, huh? Maybe on a refresh your screen. Oh, come on, man. Stop exposing yourself as a BBT, PK. Why can I expose <laughs> myself? I've got nothing to be ashamed of. I know a lot of things. So <laughs> this one is minor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you want to refresh your screen and start again? I don't think it's my screen. I think it's me. Very rare sense of... Uh... Okay, let me go back to that.
Come on, BK. Yes. Um, okay, let me try again. That should be it. Have I got it right now? Yes. Uh, <clears throat> 10 February. Uh, Move, adopt. The colleagues had received this, so they will indicate where they want to make uh, corrections. Was this this pair, this search was corrected, Ben? That's, right. Yes, yes, that's part okay, of the yeah, tree in February. That really, that, all right, let's can we get a mover in the second that this fit was um, corrected? Um, Let me open the next one. Okay, let me do this. Then we have not adopted that. Say, take it, put it back up, please. Oh, can I get a mover, please? I'll move, Mr. Chairman. Thanks, Mazamban. Okay, so I don't even put it up. Seconder. I'll second. Thanks, Honorable Fanmilan. All right. Ben, that was the last which Are there any other minutes you want to put up for us? Yes, um, 10 of them. Okay, up it goes. Let's start with the twenty-five January. Right, this was the last pair that was um, corrected, right? Yes. No, this is twenty twenty-two. The last three. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. So we're starting on the new ones now, the next right. 10. All right, colleagues, 
these were circulated. Um, so, Honorable Hadebe, Chair, I move for the adoption of the minutes. All right, thanks. Honorable Hadebe with an H. I second, Chair. Thanks, Honorable Swartz. One February twenty two. All right, this was the briefing by the presidency colleagues. Right. Colleagues, this batch of minutes was circulated, so colleagues, feel free to make the changes that uh, and corrections that you, you, you picked up. If they are absent, can we get a mover and a seconder? I move, Chair. Thank you very much, Honorable Peters. Second. Thanks, Honorable Van Minen. Thanks, Ben. Next set. Second of February. Oh, this one you adopted the minutes, right? Yes. yes. Easy, easy pie. Can I get a mover and a seconder? A second, Chair. Look, you move. Yeah, second, again, <laughs> Thanks, Honorable Swartz, Honorable Liz. Okay. Thanks, Ben. Okay. 8th February.
Was a PK was 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 was. Oh, faster. Okay. Okay. Uh, can we get a mover and a seconder? You know that some colleagues did bring their changes prior and correction. So could we get a mover and a seconder, please? I can I move chair? Thank you, Honorable Peters. I second chair. Thanks, Honorable Swartz. Let's move and the second, please. I move. Thanks, Mom Zabula. As a country. Thanks, Honorable Swartz. What's the pen? How many tapes have been circulated? So this part shouldn't take us long. Okay. And if there's one thing I know about Scopa members, they read. Okay. <laughs> Okay, a mover and a seconder. I move for the adoption, Chair. Mazamban, you are second. Thank you, Honorable Mazamban. Can a potato be honorable? Can a potato be honorable? <laughs> well, I mean, I suppose if you're Zamban, you got one, right? Remember those ones? <laughs> yeah, Kumbu. Yeah. Um, all right. It's not the one sitting on the couch. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you. 
Right, so can we get a mover and a second there? I move, Chair. Thanks, Mamzi. Mam Tulashe. I second, Chair. Thank you. Thanks, Mam Tulashe. Okay, let's finish off, PK. I know that Konisba Porayo has a process here to watch a logo. Okay. Right now, we're almost there. Right, to move in the second, please. I move for the adoption chair. Thanks, Second, chair, Hatebe. Hatebe. Right, we're almost there. Twenty-two February. Mover, please. I'll move. Thanks, Honorable Fanminion. Second, Chair. Thanks, Honorable Swart. <clears throat> One match. Okay, move up, please. I'll move, Mr. Chairman. Thank you. Thank you. 
Last one for the minute. Too much. Okay, um, mover, seconder. Had there been moves for adoption? And second. Okay, honorable lad, there were no rebukes. That's a quick one. Hundred minutes, PK. Sorry, Chai. Are you done? Yeah, that's the that's the that's the entire thing for that. Day. Okay, the last the, the right the last set. All right, no, that's fine. Thanks, colleagues. All right. No, 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 no. I, I don't mean it's the last set. What I mean is that's the only content for 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 for, for that date. Oh, no, no, you're cool, cool. Okay. Okay, I think I can take it down. Yeah, we've okay. just gone, we are, yeah. Okay, we're almost there. All right, can I get a move in the second door? I move, Chair. I second, Chair. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. T. <clears throat> Right now we go to the subpo report. All right, colleagues, thanks so much for the minutes. All right, but Ben will put up the uh, draft report on our oversight visit to the South African Post Office on two to three December, um, and then so we'll go through page by page uh, on this one. 
um, and then then it will move to its adoption and then it will be ATC for the house uh, colleagues. So can we <clears throat> go through that one page by page? Colleagues, feel free to stop, Ben. Uh, um, all right, ben, honorable can you just go, sorry, go. The, the attendance, I think my initials are back to front. Right back to the beginning, further, further, further. There, it should be RA, not AR. R-A, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Not an, not annual report, Ben. <laughs> 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 Got that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. This chairman, I, I haven't checked the, the figures and those sort of stats. Uh, you know, I hope that um, someone's got on top of that. Yeah, I, I did go through the, the figures uh, and Tando as well went through with Ben and Sistombi. So I think the figures are fine. If need be, we'll always make an amendment, but I think, yeah. All right, okay, the objectives were quite clear, Ben, when we, why we went. Okay. Findings. Okay. <laughs> Um, ben, yes, sir. I was trying to, was trying to find um, because I think we we the board, right? And there was quite serious reservation about the the, the board um, and its own capacity to meet the challenge of the at the post office. And um, you'll recall that at the end of that meeting, uh, the DM also kind of cited that they would conduct a review. Um, and I think something along those lines, um, along the lines of ascertaining or, uh, yeah, ascertaining the competence, skills, and expertise of the board, an analysis or a um, an audit, yeah. That, that should should that fall under observations, recommendations, Re recommendations. That it should yeah. be done. Um, and and, and a, a skills and expertise audit uh, of the board was by the department, not the DM. Ben, Ben, yeah, not okay. the DM. 
by the it's it's the department. Excuse me, it's the T's of the the board. Okay, um, I don't know if we an should... audit, like your skills when you talk to that, yeah. Skills audit. Shall, I, shall we remove expertise? Yeah, supposedly. Perhaps an audit of the skills and expertise of the board. Okay, yes, there we go. Yeah. Audit of the skills. Oh, yeah. The skills and expertise. Yeah. Shimon, if I may come in. Um, sure. May I? Yes, please, Honorable Liz. Mr. Chairman, just in our, our recommendations here, there's, um, I don't know if, if Ben can make it a bit bigger. I'm battling to, to read um, all of them. No, not, not so much that. I want to see more of them, not so much the size of the letters. Oh, um, okay. Um, but we, we've made reference, if I remember correctly, on these. Okay, that's great. Just stop there somewhere. Um, in terms of, of the the recovery plan for the post office, if I remember correctly, is that is that then our recommendations about um, submitting that to us? And is there anything like that there? Audit action plan um, for performance, interest, interest, control activities, management. I'm sure, I saw something. Risk management. Um, yeah, we're, yeah. This stop. I the entity must submit a revised strategic associated financial plan that must take into account the financial challenges, etc. Now, um, I think that's quite a critical section in the sense that there was an unprecedented event yesterday, which will still need to be attended to, where um, a portfolio committee was closed to the public to discuss the the um, post office recovery plan. Um, th that's completely illegal and 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 it cannot be. So we've already asked here for 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 that plan. Um, and so I need what I'm trying to say, Mr. Chairman, is we need to strengthen this so that there's no attempt by the department, the ministry, or the post office itself to hide this from us. Um, you will recall that SAA fell under the finance uh, um, committee uh, pre during the last parliament. And, and when Jahana was appointed, they came to the finance committee and, and they tried to close the committee to the public on the basis of... of um, the competitive nature of the recovery plan they were going to submit. I mean, there have been so many recovery plans for SAA that never worked anyway, but the fact is that they wanted to close it. Um, we objected and and in the end, um, it, it was made public. It, there cannot be anything that's, that's secret um, in terms of presentations to parliament. And so I'm, I'm just asking that that section I be strengthened and that there's no attempt to, to hide it from us when the time comes. Thank you, Mr. Chairman.
Okay, no, that's fine. Um, I, I, I think uh, when we scheduled them, we will continue on the same trajectory of our a modus operandi of transparency in any case. Um, and you know, whatever reasons may have been advanced yesterday um, at the PC, um, I think let's, uh, what's the term, maintain separation of powers within Parliament. Uh, but we will continue on our own normal processes, um, actually. So that, 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 that is fine. And of course, we did want that turnaround strategy and the revised um, strategic plan and so on. So once this has gone to the house, we will look at this in tandem with the annual reports, the audit action plan um, and any other relevant documentation which will come uh, to this. <clears throat> so, okay, that is, that's fine. Right, any other matter colleagues? Chair, um, so may I request Mr. Lee to jot down two or three lines in this regard because there's a lot that is said which I don't think um, I'm able to capture because I wasn't even there. So no, I don't I think it's, Mr. Chairman, I don't think it's necessary to capture what I've said. I think that my point really was that you, you see the, the is submitted to the committee um, is the last line. I was hoping that we could strengthen I, C, I, small letter I, the last few words of the, the section. Um, is submitted to the committee. Um, and and um, I suppose that's strong enough. I was hoping or thinking maybe we can strengthen that way, but perhaps it's strong enough as it stands, as you pointed out, Mr. Chairman. Okay. Good. Right. Any, right, I think we are at the end. Right. Colleagues, yeah, so the report was actually circulated, and I think um, we tried to capture um, the essence of the, um, what you might call, the, the oversight. Right, may I get a mover, please? 2022. Oh. Right. Right. May I get a mover, please? Okay, I can move it, Chair. Right. Honorable Van Minden moves. May I get a seconder? A second, Chair. Thanks, Honorable Swat. I'm going to assume there are no objections to the committee adopting the report. Mr. Chairman, just bear in mind that um, we have to get um, get it through caucus as as a final mandate. But uh, as it stands, be happy with it. Okay, that, that is fine. All right, colleagues, thank you very much. That dispenses with the South African Post Office report on our oversight. All right, can we get to the final issue for the day? Um, the Right. So this is uh, the roadmap that we had proposed in so far as taking the SSA matters, um, which rose uh, out of the matter that we were dealing with before. Um, somebody's got a mic on. All right. Thank you. All right. There we go. All right. Um, and this was the. Um, the proposed um, roadmap insofar as us dealing with um, the, so the state security agency 
Um, and of course, we have dispensed with the issues which were related to the president, but there were issues which remained on that matter. Um, and we received the legal opinion. And um, this was now amongst others, uh, practicalizing the, what the committee had directed um, and um, that legal opinion is the way forward. So this has been in circulation amongst us for about two weeks now. Um, and of course, regrettably, um, ESCOM decided to load shed us last week and um, well, as, as usual interrupted every other cause of business in the country and we were affected by that. So this is what would have actually served um, last week. So colleagues, I'm going to ask that when we go again page by page and colleagues will make, um, it's a very short document, it's three pages, and then colleagues will make input. I know that um, some input had come through uh, from colleagues. So page one, page two, page three, Ben, in that order. And then colleagues, you'll come in and make your input. Colleagues, over to you. Do I go back up or am I? Yeah, back up so that colleagues can make their input page by page and we don't lose issues. Let's go seriata. Right. Okay. All right. You'll stop, Ben, uh, colleagues, uh, as you deem necessary, because this virtual platform make, does make it a bit difficult for us. Okay. I'm at the end of it. Colleagues, comments, please. Moving for adoption, seconding. Yeah, no, th thank you, Chair. It's Honorable Hadebe. All right, Honorable Hadebe, with an H, Babson, I've noted your hand. Yes, I, I want to seek your indulgence and uh, appeal for committee members to bear with me because I didn't know um, which section should I... I speak under, but I want to speak um, on the plan um, okay, overall. Sure. No, 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 yes, no, no, and, fine. yes, 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 and and the objective as highlighted in in in, in the plan chair. Um, if I were to quote the objectives chair of the plan, uh, score part to specifically consider the financial management of the state security agency with the view to determining if adequate financial controls are in place and to consider whether the current auditing and financial oversight model can be improved. Now, having um, read the plan and just by reading the objective chair, I was immediately prompted to get uh, an understanding and help myself 
to understand better both our function as SCOPA and vis-a-vis the mandate of the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence. And I think um, I need to highlight this before I proceed to that. First and foremost, Chair, both committees are creatures of statutes. As such, um, in terms of our mandate, we are limited to the functional scope uh, which is written into law that created these two committees. And by these two committees, I'm referring to both SCOPA and the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence. What therefore means is that we cannot expand our mandate beyond that which is written into law, which created these two committees. And for SCOPA, our mandate, we all know, as enshrined in the rules of parliament on section 245 subsection 1 and when it comes to the joint standing committee on intelligence which i'm going to spend more time on expanding so that members can appreciate my contribution and proposal that i want to make um, to this committee the mandate of the joint standing committee of intelligence is derived from our constitution which is act 108 of 96. now honorable chair Section 199, subsection 1 of the Constitution provides that the security services must be structured and regulated by national legislation. Furthermore, section 199, subsection 8 also stipulates that to give effect to the principles of transparency, accountability, and multi-party parliamentary committees must have oversight of all security services in a manner determined by national legislation or rules and order of parliament. Now, Chair, in in this regard, the Intelligence Services Oversight Act of 1994 was promulgated to give effect to the constitutional imperative as enshrined in section 199, subsection 8 of our constitution. Now, in that Intelligence Service Act, the section two, subsection one of Intelligence Oversight, which created the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence, whose mandate is to oversee the functions of the intelligence services, which also include oversight on administration, financial management, and expenditure. Now, Chair, uh, Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence is required by law to report to Parliament on administration, financial management, and expenditure of the services. Now, by services, Chair, I mean the three following services in terms of the Act, which is criminal intelligence, defense intelligence, and state security agents. All three services are overseen by the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. And this chair needs to be read also in conjunction with Section 3, Subsection A, which feathers empower the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence to obtain certain reports. And those three reports are an audit report compiled by the Auditor General of South Africa, any audit report issued on the financial statement of all three services, any 
uh, 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 report in relation to the affairs of the joint standing um, of these services. So, Chair, the, the, the mandate of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence also expand to overseeing the budget of these three services as tabled by these three ministers, which is the Minister of Police, Minister of Defense and Military Veteran, and in this case, it's Minister in the Presidency who also responsible to oversee the State Security Agency. Now, why I'm raising this chair is because the nature of this committee is a very unique one. Um, this committee, it's a joint standing committee. Now, before a member of parliament, or should I say National Assembly and NCOP serve in this committee, that member is subjected to top security clearance. Should you fail to obtain top security clearance, you are unable to serve in that committee. And furthermore, if the actions and behavior of members of this committee are a threat to national security, the Speaker of Parliament and the Chairperson of NCOP is empowered by section five, subsection B11 of the act to replace that member. Now, finally, the act under section two, subsection seven, makes it clear that no persons other than members of the joint standing committee and their staff may be present during the proceedings of the joint standing committee on intelligence without the permission of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. Now, why I'm highlighting all these issues, Chair, it is in relation to our plan. Now, to say, Chair, all the above plans have the bearing on the functioning and interaction of us with the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence. And as it reflected the work highlighted here, it is already, in terms of the legislation, supposed to be undertaken by this very committee. Hence, my opening remarks when I spoke, Chair, I said, these two committees are creatures of statutes. One is derived from the Constitution, which is the supreme law of this country. My appeal, Chair, to this committee before adopting this plan or moving forward is that I would request our chairperson, Honorable Sengwa, and the chairperson of the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence, Honorable Market, to first have discussions to chart a way forward in relation to this matter. We don't want a situation where we're going to be viewed or perceived as we're overreaching by reading what is entailed in the Constitution and the joint rules of parliament in relation to the joint standing committee and what is presented to us, it might come across as if we're overreaching. I'm not saying that's the case. So I'm strongly putting forward the proposal that let's allow you as our chairperson to first interact with the chairperson of the joint standing committee of intelligence 
bearing in mind that there is nothing that we can do without the approval of that COVID in terms of the nature and the uniqueness of that committee as it relates to national security and that anything within that committee is discussed in closed session and no member of that committee is permitted in terms of the law to disclose any information without prior written approval or declassification of that information. So for us to be able to uh, conduct our work smoothly. I think the first part of call, the step moving forward, is for the two bilaterals to take place. Chair, I submit. Thank you. All right. Um, thank you very much, Honorable Hatev. Honorable Somu and Honorable Fanmin, and in that order, please. No, I, I think I think. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. I, Honorable Hatev has uh, covered me to an extent, uh, though. Uh, I would want to expand into what he is uh, uh, referring to. One, if if indeed we were to probe uh, in a sense of what has been referred to us here and now, uh, I would have had no problem at all if there were financials at hand, which were a point of reference, as it is the case, uh, our responsibility uh, to deal with any matters which are of a finance nature emanating uh, from a report or reports which are of a standing nature uh, referred to parliament and therefore uh, are a, in the purview uh, of our committee in that uh, exercise. And, and, and I would uh, uh, embark upon them. Though one is as well wary uh, of a uh, sensitivity of these matters. I would want to refer uh, uh, colleagues to a, a number of references which reflect on a nature of matters which are of an intelligence uh, purview. Anyone who is conscious, South African a patriot, even if he has worked in that environment, he would ask a permission for declassification of certain documentation, any decent, any decent functionary, any, any person, whether now or at some stage, would want to uh, deal with certain matters of intelligence nature, would require that permission uh, for such uh, declassification of some of that information. You would uh, get into uh, a number of references. Uh, others are new. Uh, I'm not talking about people who would go into platforms and just talk as they wish, but any decent individual uh, uh, would ask for declassification of documentation, whether it's asked by the courts, it's asked by the commission, and in our case thereof, it's even worse off that I'm not vetted. I've not been exposed in, in any uh, uh, some kind of a, a given, a high classified uh, instance of vetting, uh, swearing of secrecy, and, and all those uh, necessities 
if you have to deal with matters uh, of, in, of intelligence. So all those processes will be um, have to be met uh, even before we deal with those uh, uh, kinds of matters. So to make things easier for us, uh, uh, indeed, it will be necessary uh, that uh, the chair uh, should have uh, that uh, sort of decency uh, to meet with the chair um, of the joint uh, standing committee. We are both standing committees, uh, you see, and 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 therefore the, our creation is is a creation uh, of a two institutional mechanisms, uh, which are defined uh, in a manner uh, of dealing with certain things uh, quite appropriately, so that we don't don't see ourselves viewed uh, by uh, a structure uh, which exists in Parliament as if we're encroaching into their own space, uh, I would really urge that uh, the chair should uh, set that appointment, have that discussion with the chair uh, of, the, uh, of, the, of the committee. And, and there are a number of reference points to this matter. If, if I remember, there was an instance where uh, the Public Service Commission would have asked uh, the uh, ministry uh, to expose uh, certain appointments to them, and uh, they they refused uh, to do so because they they don't account uh, to them in terms of those matters. They have uh, some uh, instances where they have to follow around that. So we, we don't want that kind of backlash on those matters. We must be clinical in our approach, and and Parliament. Uh, I'm talking about body, body Parliament uh, must not find a situation whereby its own instruments uh, have unnecessary uh, clashes on these things. So let us just be swift uh, on it and, and uh, you organize that kind of engagement and then you can bring uh, your engagements uh, results uh, to us and after. Thank you, Chair. Thank you very much, uh, Bob Sommer. Honorable Van Minen. Thank you very much, Chair. Chair, I think that uh... It's very important that Scopa remembers what our mandate is. In all the departments that we deal with, there are other standing committees that deal with the um, contents and internal arrangements of those departments that they over oversee. And we do not interfere with their um, capacities and actions, and they hopefully do not try to interfere with ours. Now, yes, there is a joint standing committee on intelligence. That is so, and there are various strictures and um, regulations in that regard. However, I think it is important to remember that Scopa's mandate is slightly different. It is looking at the public accounts. We're talking about public monies. And I think in a case where we have seen very powerful prima facie evidence of the confusion that has occurred between the interests of the country and the interests of certain elements of a political party to do with the spending of public monies. It is very, very clear that the standing committee is not paying enough attention to those aspects of the department. Scopus' interest is not in the substance of what intelligence and the SSA is doing. 
it is into the public accounts and the spending of public monies. SCOPA is a committee of parliament. Parliament represents the people and there is a very definite interest in ensuring that there is not abuse happening within departments and that what is permissible to be in the public spaces is in fact so. If you look at pub, the um, legal opinion that was previously uh, garnered by, by SCOPA at some point in the past, there appears to be no hindrance in SCOPA exercising um, authority over issues like the Auditor General's reports. And I think that we should really bear in mind what it is the SCOPA does. I actually am also thinking that arguments that we should limit ourselves and know our place are quite frankly contrary to Bernice Morris and very unfortunate. It is not for us to decide what our limits are, it is for us to test what we can do. And I think in this regard, we need to proceed as has already been laid out. Thank you. Um, Honorable Liz, I think will be the last one on this one in terms of the list I have. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I, yeah, I, I think a lot has already been say, said. I just want to emphasize um, a few things. The first is that we have indeed had a legal opinion about um, the correctness of us embarking upon the plan before us today. So, so I think that, that that's um, in order in that sense. I know that legal opinions can be very different if you approach different legal practitioners, but this is from the parliamentary legal advice. And quite honestly, Mr. Chairman, I'm, I, uh, I don't really care what the chair of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence feels or thinks um, about our role. Um, our role is, is one that we must approach robustly and, and within the law um, without fear or favor and worry about what the perceptions about overreach and et cetera are. Um, so th that's, that's the one thing. The other thing is that the Zondel Commission um, has, has made some really startling revelations about the use of public funds within the SSA. And the president himself has, has picked up on those, perhaps as a, as a way of diverting our attention from him, but nevertheless, um, and kind of uh, directed us in that direction. So, I, I, Mr. Chairman, I don't think this is a matter that should be a kind of uh, agreement between the chairs of the two committees. Um, we must decide for ourselves whether um, we have a legal mandate to look at the public accounts of a committee of parliament, and I believe we do, and this seems to have been confirmed by the legal opinion that you correctly obtained for the committee. And so I, I would say that, that I'm, I'm really not inclined, I'm afraid, to start negotiating with the Standing Committee on Intelligence about accessing the, the financial matters. And but I really don't want to know which spy is sitting in Moscow and which in New York and what they're doing. I'm really not interested, well, I am very interested actually, but I know that that would be an overreach of our mandate if we were to start asking for that information. And there indeed, I suppose, Honorable Samio would be correct. We'd have to ask for a declassification or something for that. But that doesn't apply to the, to the use of the funds. 
um, or in what appears to have been the case, the considerable misuse of the funds, if the evidence at the Zonda Commission is correct. So, Mr. Chairman, I think that we should proceed according to the, the plan that's been presented and, uh, and let's get on with the job and do our job. And if we become unpopular, so be it. Um, uh, popularity is not what we're here for. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Great. Um, thank you, Honorable Lisa. I see the hand of Honorable Lagote. Um, and then I would like to make a determination on this matter uh, once we are done. Honorable Lagote. Thank you, uh, Honorable uh, Chairperson. Uh, good, uh, good, good morning, uh, Honorable Members. I've been sitting here listening to all the arguments by Honorable Members. And in those arguments, uh, the Honorable Hadebe has presented, what he has presented is also a legal opinion from a parliamentary legal unit. So that legal opinion is not saying that SCOPA shouldn't do its work. You can do your work according to your scope, mandate, and also your established processes and procedures. But to insinuate that the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence is not doing, is not focusing on, on, on its work with regard to the financial uh, management, to the finances of uh, the agency, that is undermining the work of another committee. So the work of that committee is behind closed doors. Yes, hence you don't know what that committee is doing. So yours, it's open to the public. Everything that you do is open to the public. Hence, everyone knows what you are doing. So that legal opinion is not saying that SCOPA shouldn't do its work. You can do your work. But to undermine that committee, the insinuation that the committee is not focusing on doing its work is undermining even those members who are deployed in that committee. There are there are political parties represented in that committee and they are committed to doing its work. That is what I can say. So on the issues of the Zondo Commission and Colleagues, I'm not sure if it's me or Honorable you seem to have muted, and so we have Yes, I've, all, I've, I've also lost Honorable Lagute. I thought I was also the only one, Chair. Yeah, Honorable Lagute. And the Committee on Intelligence doesn't operate. The chairperson is not, not doing anything. So Honorable Lagote, my apologies. You you were muted and we lost you and we lost you at the point where you said on the issues of the Zondo Commission, you got, you I got thought cut I... off. You got cut off at that point. Okay. Honorable Lagote. Right. Uh, but Ben, can you just assist with the technological what you Honorable Chair, Honorable Chair, I'm here. Yes, we've got you back, ma'am. You may proceed. You just that you got muted whilst you were made your submission. 
Okay, Honorable uh, Chairperson, I was saying that the presentation that uh, the Honorable Hadebe made is not stopping SCOPA from doing its work. We are all worried about public funds and we, we are all committed to doing our work. What I was saying is that the activities of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence are conducted behind closed doors. Hence, no one knows what the committee is doing because that committee is unique in its nature. So the Scopus activities, your mandate, your scope, your processes, established processes and procedures are open to everyone. Hence, everyone knows what you are doing. But the insinuation that the Joint Standing Committee is not doing its work, that is kind of undermining other committees without even knowing that uh, that is, is undermining the other committees of its work while people don't really know what is happening behind closed doors. So that presentation by the Honorable Khadebe is not saying SCOPA shouldn't do it's work. You can do your work, honorable members, as SCOPA, as you are mandated by the Constitution and the Oversight Act. But the Joint Standing Committee will do its work the way it does. With regard to what transpired in the Zondo Commission and everything, those are public knowledge because it happened in the public. So there are recommendations from recommendations from the Zondo commissions, but that you can do your work, uh, honorable members of SCOPA and the Joint Standing Committee will do its work as mandated by the constitution, by the joint rules of parliament, by the oversight act, and also the intelligence act. Members of that committee, that committee is represented by members of different political parties who are not partisan when dealing with issues in that committee. So please, without undermining the work of that committee, as SCOPA, do what you are mandated to do. You can do, you, you, you oversee everything related to the public funds. Yes, continue to do that, but don't in your documents or in your arguments, undermine the work of other committees. I don't think listening to that as the meeting is an open meeting, members who serve in that committee will take it kindly. Let's refrain from doing that. Do your work, then let's not undermine other committees. Thank you very much, Honorable Chair. And also I was saying the uniqueness of that committee, the Joint Standing Committee, is that it does, if the chairperson is not there, if it can have the, the chairperson is not there for six months or a year, the committee doesn't sit. Because when members are appointed to serve in that committee, they are also not only the vetting, but they are also sworn to secrecy. And the chairperson is appointed alone outside the other members. So there is no acting chair, there's no one who can uh, appoint to act. Hence, we are saying that committee is a unique committee. Thank you very much, uh, Honorable Chair. That's my submission. Thanks.
Um, thank you very much, uh, honorable members. Um, I have listened very um, attentively and- Honorable Chair, before my hand was up, before you- Oh, sorry, I assume it was a historic hand. Yes, you may proceed. No, no, thanks, Chair. Yes, Chair, I, I think perhaps I was not adequate enough. Um, I made a reference to the uniqueness of the committee. And it is quite um, uncomfortable to hear statements such as, we don't care what the chair of that committee thinks. Let me tell you why it is important that I have recommended for the bilaterals of both chairpersons. In terms of the joint rules of parliament, Schedule B, disclosure of information of that committee. It says no member of the committee may disclose any information, the disclosure of which requires a committee vote prior such a disclosure. Two, no person may disclose any intelligence, any information, or document, the publication of which is restricted by law. Now, except with the written permission from the chairperson, and that permission is subject to sub-item 3. Sub-item 3 says the chairperson may not grant permission for the disclosure of information as contemplated in the provision of this unless he or she has first obtained leave to do so in writing from the head of the relevant services. For us to do our work in relation to the state security agency, the chairperson of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence is relevant in this regard. Now, we must not articulate views that seeks to suggest we have not done research in this regard. Yes, we are not here for popularity. In fact, we are not in a beauty pageant. We are not here uh, to parade which committee is better than uh, uh, the other. However, our work is dependent on the relevant engagement, approval, and understanding from the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. If I were to give you an example, with the July unrest, when the Committee of Police and other committees wanted to embark on an inquiry, it, they could not do so because that is the prerogative of the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence as per the joint rules. We are not saying the chair of the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence is a super chairperson, but the constitution of this country is the supreme law of the country and the existence of this committee is derived from the constitution and as per the Intelligent Services Oversight Act in relation to section 199 subsection 8. I hope this matter is clear. We are not prohibiting or 
restricting any committee. I'm not too sure whether the request that we are seeking for the chair to engage with the chairperson of intelligence will cause harm into our work. Thank you, chairperson. Chair, yeah, also have my hand up. All right, Honorable Van will be the last one, and I'm going to exercise the right that you gave me, colleagues, and I will now, after this one, democratically suppress hands. <laughs> All right. Thanks very much. All right, Mamdulash has not spoken, so after her, she'll be the last one. All right, cool, Honorable Van Minen. Thanks very much. I just want to say that the Honorable Lakude didn't say anything that contradicts um, the position that I have already articulated. She is quite correct. The Joint, Joint Standing Committee must do their work. And as she said several times, so must SCOPA. And nobody must undermine, no committee must undermine any other committee. And that works both ways. And the submission is, and I'm just repeating it now for, for the sake of reminding everyone, it's not into the content of, of the SSA, but it is into the spending of public monies. And I think that there is ample evidence to suggest that there is space for, for SCOPA to do its constitutional mandate, perform its constitutional mandate in that regard. And um, I've heard nothing that contradicts that. And I would argue we go ahead with the roadmap that we had in front of us. It is not for us to decide what we can and can't do. It, as we say, we have already received legal advice. And um, we must must proceed in that regard. And I have yet to hear anyone actually contradict that. Thank you. Right. Thanks, Mum Dolasha, uh, you uh, Thank you. Thank answer. you very much, Honourable Chairperson. Good day, Honourable Members. Whilst I agree with both Honourable Hadebe uh, Wilson H's presentation as well as Honourable uh, Somio, I just want to, to raise the fact that I guess uh, Honorable Police does not represent us when he says he does not care for any other committee chairperson is doing. Uh, I just want to emphasize that that's not the spirit of SCOPA. We are not in a standalone committee. We are one of the committees under the rules of, of parliament as Honorable Hadebe uh, uh, with an age articulated. I thought I should really uh, speak on that chairperson so that it should, there should be no time when SCOPA sees itself as the standalone committee that doesn't care about all other committees. It's not possible, Chair, because of the Constitution of the Republic, but also because of the rules of Parliament. I don't think there's anything here that is untoward. There are suggestions that are put clearly by both honorable members that are also articulated by the deputy chief whip of the majority party and the parliament thereof. I think let's 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 agree on that one or disagree on that one so that we we, we move on to thank you so much. All right. Colleagues, I have heard you. <clears throat> Let me categorically um, say so that there is no confusion either here or in the public domain. Uh, mute, mute, mute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. My apologies, Chair, please. Thank no you. problem. It happens. It happens. All right. All right. Colleagues, I, I have heard you. And I just I want to categorically say that uh, this committee 
does not in any way see itself better than any other committees, nor do we see ourselves as special, nor do we undertake our work with a view to undermine uh, any other committee. However, its special role must also be understood in a context that we will find ourselves from time to time venturing into uncharted waters in the pursuit of ensuring adherence to the constitution, PFMA, MFMA, national treasury regulations and related financial management laws which are at play at any given time. There is no ambiguity about that. And um, the rules provide for that as set out in rule 245 of the National Assembly rules in terms of what we can and cannot do. The second point is that uh, colleagues, we agreed to pursue our work consistent with the legal advice and the roadmap for all intents and purposes is derived from the legal advice and the input which members made uh, when we met on the 16th of February. So they remind us that it is us who said we will look into the financial management of the SSA. We are not looking into the policy matters and the operational matters, no, that's not our purview. Um, and we certainly will not do it. And from the chair will not allow that we compromise our own integrity by doing things which are outside our mandate. Because that's very important that we are honest to our own checks and balances. So the, therefore the assumption when the um, roadmap was developed was that um, we were taking it from the legal advice, which um, if I may remind members, uh, amongst others, which I was, I'm a, I'm a paper-based person. So now this, uh, right. In that legal advice, it's pointed out to us that our previous opinion to the committee noted that the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence has a specific mandate to look into the accounts of the state security as provided for in Section 3 of the Intelligence Services Oversight Act of 1994. However, it is important to highlight that this mandate is not framed as an exclusive mandate. In other words, there is no reason in law which automatically precludes SCOPA from considering the financial statements and related matters of SSA as per the oversight functions of the committee. It is our understanding that the historic reason for SCOPA not conducting financial oversight over the SSA may be due to SSA citing confidentiality as meetings of SCOPA are held openly, whereas joint meetings of GSCI are closed. However, we are of the view that there is no reason in law why SCOPA cannot close its meetings 
for purposes of conducting financial oversight over the SSA. Such closure is provided for in National Assembly Rule 184. In addition, closure would only be necessary in as far as SSA can demonstrate that the disclosure of information could reasonably be expected to prejudice the defense security or international relations of the Republic. So I just wanted to remind colleagues of those particular aspects uh, of the legal opinion, which we agreed would be the basis upon which we would move. So colleagues, I think we are all on the same page that the work must be done, but new aspects have now been raised in this meeting. So I'm going to, and of course the, the roadmap was circulated um, to all of us. I'm going to make the following uh, request because Honorable Hatebe, you were quite extensive in some of the legislative um, frameworks which you cited, uh, and them, some of them may not be done justice if they are listened to here uh, now and consider them correctly. So colleagues, I'm going to um, request as follows. Because you see, <clears throat> I think we, we also, uh, as a committee must make sure that our processes are watertight and that we as a committee uh, actually do the right things correctly. Um, so, because you can do the wrong thing incorrectly as well. I mean, the right thing incorrectly. So that's very important. So colleagues, I'll, I'll request this. Can I please receive written submissions on this matter? And I will take this issue on advisement uh, so that uh, we, 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 we come back to it correctly and properly. I think in the main, the extensive submission is that of Honorable Hatebe and judging by what he was saying, most of it is already written. So if I can receive from all members of the committee who may want to make an input on this, including but not limited to the suggestion of a meeting between myself and the chair of the JSCI, um, that I receive those uh, written submissions by close of business on Friday, and I will take the matters up on advisement with legal so that in the event that a meeting does take place with the chair of the JSCI or between us and the JSCI, we can do so having covered all the legal bases. I want us, I want to reiterate that we are not venturing into the nitty gritties of the operations of the underground world. Uh, it, what, and particularly in the national interest. We do need to adopt a Hambagatli approach on that, but nobody is immune to financial management consistent with the law. So whatever the underground gang is doing, there must be checks and balances, which of course would be financial management structure. Um, and then we'll take it from there. I, I, I think that this is a new process for us and for parliament. And um, of course, other reports are still pending. Um, and we are still to meet with the AG colleagues. If the AG comes to us and says, no, I've got no problems when I'm auditing the SSA um, and that um, the SSA is conducting its business in a manner which is satisfactory, then that's fine. So there is absolutely no crisis. So colleagues, can I get your written submissions, the extensive ones? 
um, by close of business on Friday, um, and I'll take the matter on advisement. But I do want to remind and reiterate colleagues that the roadmap is derived from largely the legal opinion which we accepted as a committee uh, to, 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 to guide us. Of course, there are aspects of it which uh, were, we, we, we decided upon, right? We, the vote was taken on certain aspects. Those matters have been dispensed with. We're not going back to those. So colleagues, I will request that uh, we, we, we do that. And again, reiterate, uh, there is no suggestion on our part uh, that we are the super committee on parliamentary affairs, which could be the other acronym uh, for SCOPA. No, we are quite um, uh, reasonable in our uh, 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 application of the rules and um, we certainly not are undermining anyone. I, I say this colleagues because um, if a perception of that nature were to prevail, it will make cooperation with other committees very difficult. And it would not be in a vacuum. We've had historic clashes with other portfolio committees. That we're not a super committee and we certainly don't conduct ourselves as such. Yeah, can I just request, I have a funeral on Friday. If I cannot do a submission by a close of business on Friday, is it please possible to extend that date? All right, that's fine, perfectly understandable. All right, so look at that, noted Honorable Van Minden. Let me just take the hands I see, Honorable Somyo and Honorable Lees. Um, of course, Thank you, Chair. All right. Thank you, Chair. Can, can we so long uh, uh, ask uh, for uh, vetting of uh, each and every one of us, and uh, if necessary, uh, a top secret assessment for each and every member? Uh, that uh, uh, as we seek to venture into uh, such exercises, uh, even ourselves, we are in the uh, actual standing which is required uh, to deal with such uh, matters. Uh, I don't think that one is a, is a difficult one, so that we can uh, somewhat be cleared on all these other things, whatever we do. Secondly, this thing of that we deal with other committees, it's, it's, not, it's, not, it's not correct because the committees we deal with are portfolio committees. The joint committee you're talking about is a standing, joint standing committee, which is founded on the basis of statute as it is in our case. So there are committees of different standing, uh, you see. So these committees and that committee has been created on the basis of law. Uh, you know, Parliament can exercise the right of saying we don't have a portfolio committee on this and that, as it does uh, in various instances, but on the basis of the formation and founding of standing committees, they are the basis of uh, statute. And, and, and therefore that reference uh, uh, is, is, is really not a correct reference. Uh, in dealing with matters uh, of, uh, of of parliament, uh, I just wanted to uh, deal with that kind of reference as well to put it aside. Uh, we can make uh, any submissions in the proposed time, uh, uh, and and then we have a discussion later on uh, on on the same on the same matters. But I would want to plead that uh, we must undergo uh, these uh, 
Tell you, Chair. Okay. Um, Honorable Liz, Honorable Hadi, Honorable Tolase. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Um, I'm I'm entirely comfortable with your proposal, um, but would just request that the submissions be immediately circulated to all members of the committee so we can all consider them. And I'm sure that you would do that anyway. Um, so so I'll, I'm happy with that, and we're happy with that. Mr. Chairman, in terms of the, the vetting, my understanding of this vetting is that it takes months and sometimes up to a year. Um, and, and so whilst I have no objection to being vetted, um, I will object if it's used as a reason why we can't proceed with the, our work um, in this, with this particular uh, committee on, on joint or on the SSA, not so much the committee, we're looking at the SSA. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I just want to make that point. It, it should not be used as a reason why we should not proceed with the work if there are long delays in that process, um, which I know from um, reports in the past that it, it has taken a considerable amount of time in some instances. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Thanks, Chair. No, um, I'm glad you reminded us of um, what we have agreed thus far, including the legal opinion. And I said on my input, subsequent to that, Chair, we've consulted applicable pieces of legislation. No legal opinion can supersede the constitution of this country. What I've quoted was the constitution. Secondly, what I've quoted was the rules as agreed and adopted by parliament. And no legal opinion may supersede such. I want to add and went further to say, Chair, there are quality assurance mechanisms and checks and balances within the intelligent sector. There's what we call the Office of the Inspector General, who does exactly what we are alluding to. There's also Audit and Risk Committee over and above the audit of the Auditor General of South Africa. Inspector General of Intelligence only accounts to the Joint Standing Committee on Intelligence. He has powers to investigate all issues related to maladministration, abuse of power, misappropriation of funds, and report to the committee. The committee then reports to Parliament. When I read the law, not the legal opinion, the law was clear in terms of disclosure of anything. Anything, whether you want information as it relates to the misuse of public funds, that disclosure can only be received once you follow certain procedures. What we are mandating you as this committee and as our chair is to first cross all the T's and dot all the I's in relation 
to us doing our work effectively and efficiently, we will require information. And the only route for us to get that information is for you to have that bilateral. We're not saying, che, do something extraordinary, go out of your way to invent certain legislation in this regard. We are not saying we don't want to do our work. I'm pleading to honorable members to capture and understand us correctly. For this committee to acquire information, certainly there are prerequisite to those. Even the Auditor General, the staff that audit uh, the state security agents, they are required to obtain certain minimum security clearances. Even when the state, when the committee report on parliament on the audit outcome, they do not disclose everything. We are raising those issues informed by the law, not the legal opinion. So, Chair, what I want to put forward is that our mandate and resolution still stands. That as this committee, we mandate you to have bilateral. If you want our submission, yes, our submission will follow. But we should not uh, uh, reduce our proposal into a by-the-way resolution. Thank you, Chair. Right. My colleagues, I will humbly request you to, uh, so that we avoid a protracted debate um, on, on this matter. I think we are largely on the same page. Um, and any issue that you wish to raise as a proposal, please put it into the submission. Um, I see Mam Tolashe uh, and the Honorable Latte with the proposal of meeting the chairperson is not a by the way, but one does need to have an engagement from an informed basis insofar as having collated the necessary information so that that meeting is meaningful. So I think that's the, the, the one perspective. Right, I see Mam Dolashe and Honorable Bukes, and I think she will be the last one. I don't see an indication in our group. Right, in that order, please. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Honorable Chairperson, you said earlier on, we are really uh, in uncharted waters, dealing with things that were never done before. Uh, getting into a situation that no one has been. And I really would want us to be more, as you are correctly saying, we more uh, as, as a team than individuals, so that we, 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 we do all this that we are expected to do in a manner that we will all be proud, both individually and collectively. And as such, Chair, I don't want us to put off between ourselves or to ourselves, impose uh, conditions because if we start to do that, it's going to be a little bit of a problem because it's going to be easy for us to just quickly leave the collective and go to our small cocoons, which that is not going to give us an answer uh, or a progress thereof. If we are worried about these, the, 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 the process that has been articulated by Honorable Somio, the vetting and stuff, I don't think we should conclude without knowing what is going to be the case. We are not getting anywhere soon. We'll be here until 2024, Check. If we have those fears, let's raise those fears 
let your office and the relevant offices raise this that we we, we have just discussed and agreed to say as you are as we are proposing this and we feel that this should be done as a what can you bring so that we don't follow the usual way or we are not in the usual way that takes a year or so as honorable police has just articulated so that we get where we would want to go. But when you say, no, if it's the condition, I'm not getting there, then it's not going to help because I'll then say, so why shouldn't I submit, uh, uh, why should I bring a submission when we, we have put my case in the meeting recorded? Why should I submit a written submission? Or um, I want to appeal Chair to say, if we see or we foresee any difficulties in what has been outlined, Let's let's just deal with those. It's very easy to say how fast can we have that, given the fact that we would want to get where we are supposed to get. If there are any delays that might arise, how best ourselves and the said committee and the said chair can we fast track the process so that we don't sit here chair and put ourselves stumbling blocks that will not make us or assist us to get where we would want to go. I want to say that, Chair, and, and, and really, please motivate for me the, the issue of the written submission. And if there are any precedents in that regard, can I get to hear more? Remember, we knew in Parliament and we might be really doing something new and some of us has not been aware of. So let there be that articulation so that I can do that easily uh, and, and submit according to the times that we have just articulated. I'm not sure, Chair, even if we agree Friday is too soon. Remember, today you are in Parliament, tomorrow we are doing other things. I'm not sure why Friday. Why don't you give us at least seven days if, we, in fact, we agree on your proposal? Because I guess this is your proposal that we can still accept, but we can still not accept. But with, with, with the way you are moving, we seem to be accepting, but let's clear all other things that we are doing, stumbling block. Thank you very much, Chair. Thank you, Chair. Can I speak? Chair? It appears as if we have lost the chair. Colleagues, is the chair still um, around? He's still there. I think you've just gotten cut. Yes, um, Honorable Bukas was on the floor, Chair. Yeah, sorry, I, I momentarily got cut. There's Mantula, she was rounding off, but I think I got what she was saying. Thanks, Honorable Bukas and Honorable Lise will be the last one. Thank you, Chair. Chair, mine is a short one on the written submissions. Um, well, we come back after the written submissions to look at the planning proposal because, Chair, we can't approve this uh, uh, proposal without that bilateral between you and the Chair of, mm -hmm. of the Joint Standing Committee of Intelligence because then our proposal, our proposal, planning proposal will then be a fertile exercise based on that Section 2.7 of the Constitution. And Chair, I, I don't think there's any reason for us not doing to do our work because all of us, we are here for a certain reason. 
and needs to do our oversight without fear or favor. So uh, in agreeing with Honorable Khadebe that uh, we must first uh, have that bilateral and then come back uh, looking at our submissions, if all of us agree with their submissions. And I think we can go from there. Thank you, Chair. Honorable List is the last one. Yeah. Um, thank you, Mr. Chairman. I, I'm not quite sure where, where we are, but let me just, for the record, Um, to represent the committee, you're obviously free to meet with whoever you choose to meet with, but that would be in your private capacity. But we would oppose you representing this committee a meeting at this stage with um, with the um, with the other chair. Um, I, I've been I've expressed our support for you in terms of let's look at the submissions and see what comes out of those. But that obviously is a committee decision as well. Colleagues, I don't think we are far apart. Um, and I, 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 I think we are all literally saying the same thing. The reason why I'm asking that I get this in writing, Honorable Hatebe has cited extensively that um, after the opinion, they have consulted and there are legal prescripts which they have looked at. This is for the purposes to make an informed decision so that we we cover the bases and go through the basics so we don't come back to these things. So that midstream, the process doesn't uh, stall. So this is not to presuppose uh, that uh, one, uh, we, we, there's a, an ulterior uh, agenda. Honestly speaking, I was listening very carefully to what Honorable Mahatebe um, has said um, insofar as the <coughs> legal injunctions, <coughs> excuse me, which he has cited are concerned. Tubabusono raises another pertinent point on the issue of vetting. Um, and so we would need advisement on how that process goes um, and what it would entail and to what extent are we being vetted and for what, <clears throat> so that we can get all those processes rolling. Um, so it is, <clears throat> I know that it may seem like an, a, 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 a now an unprecedented step, but I would like to believe that it is not unprecedented in that when we circulate things, there's always the request, colleagues, please make your submissions and so on and so forth on this uh, or the other. <clears throat> I take the point and I must say, the only reason I said Friday was because my assumption was largely that Honorable Hatebe was reading most of the things that he was saying. And so for me to receive it um, would have been easy. But um, <clears throat> Honorable Fanminen and Honorable Tulashe have raised the issue of, of time. So I can go get it next week. There's really no uh, other rationale other than to say uh, what this process entails is new things. Uh, for, for, for all of us. And of course, there's the consideration that we, we have to make that we all, all legislation is subject to interpretation and um, so that it's applied correctly. And that is why one would have gotten the legal opinion. And so if um, we want to apply that legal opinion, I think we must all be satisfied as a committee that 
we are applying it in a way that gives us comfort that the process is our process and that uh, we own it uh, as, 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 as a committee. Consultation is the name of the parliamentary game. Uh, we, if we are to uh, actually succeed in our work, uh, consultation and collaboration is extensively the nature of the game. So Antulashi, I hope that allays you uh, your outlook to just say that the request for the submission is to ensure that we get all the issues on the table, sift through them, and then arrive uh, at a conclusion on the implementation. And I certainly don't, I'm not for one moment under the illusion that the uh, roadmap is being chucked out the window. I think the critical question which has arisen is on the due process of implementation of that roadmap. I think that's what we all want to uh, arrive at. And that's why I'm saying once I get this, and of course, as usual, and as the standard practice for this committee, we will come back to you colleagues having received it and say, and make suggestions, and then we, 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 take, we take it forward. So that's really a way it is. And Honorable Adam Hoba, when Oben submission is extensive to the point you did not want to confine yourself to one section, of the roadmap. So I think the colleagues are raising a question of fairness. Um, today being Wednesday, you can get those um, next week Wednesday as well. It's no problem. And then because we have got that opening in that week now, because uh, parliament oversights are not going ahead and then we'll consider it uh, that week and then we will we will, we will proceed. Um, on the issue of vetting, uh, we will um, um, begin those processes of determining how it is done so that when it arrives at that point, colleagues are properly briefed and thoroughly briefed uh, on how that um, would actually work. I think Honorable Hadebe amongst us is the only one that uh, has been vetted uh, because he serves on the JSCI. So the rest of us would just need to be taken through in the event that that arises, how that goes, and then we'll take it forward. So colleagues, we are not far apart, uh, in fact. It's just a matter of the due processes of implementation. So can I get the submissions humbly next week by next week, Wednesday, um, for those colleagues that may want to make an input on this so that we avoid a protracted um, uh, debate. And also we will solicit uh, just the modus operandi of operations, I guess, of the JSCI, not the work, but like what, what, how they go about their work so that we are informed as a committee. I hope colleagues, you find that in order. Agreed. All right, I was told. All right, thank you, uh, Honorable Lise. So colleagues, um, that is uh, fine. Just uh, one, 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 one final um, uh, uh, matter uh, is that once, as I said, uh, the the oversight obviously has been postponed until we've been given new dates. Uh, so we will hold off on our oversight to uh, ESCOM. We will see what we, is then. We'll consult with colleagues as per usual in terms of what we will do. Um, on the uh, 29th and the 30th of March, uh, which are now open days for us to have a meeting. Two, the PRASA annual report has been submitted. Colleagues will recall that there was a delay. 
The annual report has been submitted to table rather to parliament. It is a disclaimed audit outcome. So that is there, that's the update. And to say that um, we will also be circulating the draft report on the PPEs uh, for members to make their input and we'll find a date for that consideration of that as well. So colleagues, I hope um, all of the above is in order and thank you very much for your indulgence um, this morning. Um, if the absence of any other hand or comment, uh, may the meeting uh, please stand adjourned. So, Chair, uh, no, no, thank you, Chair. It's uh, seven days for, for the... Yeah, so next week, Wednesday is fine, yeah. Yes, I assume also the consultation will be within that prescribed period. I will be doing my uh, fair share of the work as well in that prescribed time as well. So Thanks. that the process can be uh, be moving. Thank you so much, Chair. Right. Thank you very much, uh, colleagues. We are one, Simone. As we are one. We are one. We are one. All right. I'm thank you very much. Thank you. We are one. Long live the chair. Recording stopped. Honorable Peggy. I'm more. I'm more. We Let me rise to Parliament as the House Whip. <laughs> oh, okay. All the I'm best. The whip, yes. Thank, thank All you. The bye. 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 bye.